0: So I'm bringing on Amy Turner in just a second, and we are going to go deep, deep, deep into the roots of why we do what we do, our beliefs, and how our childhood may be holding us back from the results that we want. So definitely stay tuned. We're going to dive in with Amy in just a sec. Before that, I'm talking to you because you are becoming your greatest possible self. You are here on the show with us. I acknowledge you for that, for stepping up, stepping into your greatness. And I highly recommend You stay tuned, subscribe to the show, to the podcast if you haven't yet done that, so you can get all the latest updates and episodes. If you are someone who is getting your message out to the world, I would love to support you in any way I can. If it's coaching, if it's coming on the 12 hour marathon, if it is any other thing, just let me know. I'm here for you. I'm here to be a resource for you. So keep growing yourself. Second thing is iTunes review of the week. It's by Brian Kelly, Reach Your Peak, authentic and energetic. Chris is as authentic as one can be. He loves helping people and his energy is infectious. Watch this show if you want to become your greatest possible self. Absolutely. Stay tuned. Keep tuning into this greatness. Amy's about to come on and blow your mind. Make sure you stay all the way through till the end because these ideas are going to be fire. Grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because she is a no BS kind of gal. Okay. Okay. Let's introduce her and then we'll bring her on the screen and have a lot of fun, definitely. Because this woman, Amy Turner, is known as the no BS sweetheart. And most recently, her clients are referring to her as Amy Aha Turner. Because when you are around Amy, you just get aha after aha. Amy has a lot of credentials. She's a licensed marriage and family therapist, a licensed advanced alcohol and drug counselor, a certified hypnotherapist, blah, blah, blah. She is no BS and knows you don't really care about her credentials. What really matters is if you are going to get the results you are after. Well, she loves getting her clients the results they want. She mostly loves how quickly she can do it. Want to find out? yourself, here she is, Amy Aha Turner. Amy, are you ready to rock the house, superwoman?
1: Yes, I'm so ready, thank Boom, you.
0: Shakalaka. I love that intro, that was like one of my favorite intros I've ever read. That was good, <laughs> that was good, I was like, oh my gosh, like, it, it's, it's really pacing people where they're at. It's like, okay, intros are great, what what do you what do you got for me? You know, like people are so W I F M. What's in it for me? And Amy, you got a ton for us today. So I, I really appreciate you being here and sharing your magic and your light. Thank you.
1: Aw, thank you so much for having me, Chris. This is amazing. I've been watching the other interviews. You are a freaking powerhouse to be able to go 12 hours and <laughs> doing this. So like praise <laughs> to you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. So we're gonna dive into today's theme, which is the one thing, Amy, what is the one thing? And and what does that mean to you? How has that impacted your life?
1: Okay. So when I hear the one thing, it makes me think of a question and I'm going to have you play along with me with
0: this. I love playing.
1: So good. Okay. So there's only one thing that is wrong with every single one of us. Mm -hmm. So there's only one thing wrong with me. There's only one thing wrong with you. There's only one thing wrong with everyone. So you want to just take a guess of what you think that is
0: one thing wrong. I would say the one thing wrong is that I believe that there's something wrong with me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's like the not enough, the unworthiness, the like, I'm broken.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I used to when I was working in a hospital and I worked with people who had addictions yeah. and I would ask them that question they'd be like oh well the, the thing wrong is that we have an addiction it's mm-hmm. like no that's not something wrong about you and I'm like oh is it cuz we're depressed is it cuz we're anxious I'm like no 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 like they never could get it because they think there's something wrong with you and now Chris obviously you've done a ton of work on yourself. So you know that that's what it is, <laughs> that we think there's something wrong with us or we believe there's something wrong with us. So that when I hear the one thing, it always brings me back to that question.
0: Wow. That's so powerful. And, and especially with you working with so many people across so many different like genres and challenges and obstacles, like all the things that I mentioned of different areas, you know, marriage and and alcohol and drug addiction, like, it seems like all those problems would be completely different. And it sounds like at the core root of, of these things, and especially in our theme of today of talking about like childhood and stuff, like it may not be so different after all.
1: Exactly. Exactly. We think like our surface issues, because it's happening to us, we feel like we're the only ones or we feel like we're in this like small cohort of what it's happening to. But the Mm. thing is, is it's, It always goes back to childhood. It always goes back to our belief about ourselves. So is it that we feel like we're not good enough, not worthy, not lovable? We feel different. We feel like things aren't available to us. Those are pretty much the main things that it comes down to. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wow. So powerful. So I mentioned a little bit about your intro. Before, and I just want to hear in your own words to share with our audience like who are you and and what do you stand for today what What do your clients come to you for, and what do you stand for
1: yeah, so i mean i I think that's the biggest thing is it's that people I stand that people know that there's nothing wrong with you you don't have to mm. fix yourself there's nothing wrong and and that's the thing it's like all these people. They're they're getting help for themselves and me too. I'm not saying like I've done all the work I can do and I'm done. <laughs> like, Light now.
0: No, we're still on the journey. <laughs> still on the journey,
1: exactly. But it's like we think there's something wrong with us, and that that's what I stand for is there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing that you need to fix. It's almost like just seeing that there's there's been so many beliefs and so many identities and so many things that were put on us, especially as little kids, because that's where identity is formed between the ages of five and eight years old. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we as adults, I mean, that's what, that's what I think a midlife crisis is or like a, a mid midlife crisis that right. we go through. Right. It's like we've lived this identity of who these people, our parents, caregivers, teachers, friends wow. told us that we are. And then we get old enough to kind of look at that. And that's what the crisis is. It's like, that's not, either that's not who I am, or I'm not living up to who I'm supposed to be. And mm. so it's kind of just like, we. That's, that's what I stand for, is you feel like something's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You just have all of these, misbeliefs and all of these, these identities put on you that aren't who you truly are.
0: So Amy, is there a, a age range for the mid midlife crisis? Cause I think, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I love this cause I feel like I went through end of high school and into early college and even, even into the end of college. And then I discovered personal development and network marketing and like really started to learn how to create my reality and not subscribe to whatever society had programmed me to. So I'd say like around 21 is when I really started saying, nah, that's not who I am and like questioning that. But I also like hit a rock bottom at that point because of all the momentum that had built up around who I thought I was supposed to be in society.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I think it, and especially as society, as we are becoming more conscious and more wanting to do personal growth that we're, yeah, I know it's so, it's so good, yes. but we're actually diving into this stuff a lot earlier. So mm. I would say definitely college, early thirties at the latest, that's that mid midlife crisis.
0: Huh. Powerful, powerful. I love it. Okay, cool. So this is great. Let's go back into your journey, Amy. Let's take us take us back and let us know how did you become fascinated with the world of beliefs, belief systems, um, and getting all these beautiful certifications that you know don't really matter, but they do matter. They they're awesome, awesome credibility and, and really show that you've put in the time and the energy because you care and you're committed to mastery. You're committed to growth. So take us on that journey. And what were some of the biggest pivotal moments for you? to get to where we are today
1: yeah so at first I wanted to be a famous actress yeah so
0: awesome.
1: That's cool. <laughs> so I wanted and now that I've done all the work on myself I understand where that came from because I was not a good actress at all <laughs> all of my teachers were like okay Amy that that was a good try can you have put some emotion into it it's like, what's emotion what are you talking about I'm happy all the time like I can't, right. try. I can't get <laughs> Which that's a red flag right there to any Mm. healer or any therapist out there. It's like this girl can get angry or cry.
0: Always, always even keeled, always peaceful. Mm. Exactly.
1: (laughs) exactly. Yeah. So then on that journey, you know, I ended up finding who my therapist is, who mm. she is. But well, actually, before I found her, I went into psychology. So okay. I was a bartender and I was like, OK, I'm not going to be a bartender the rest of my life. What wow. am I going to do? And my friend said, you're a great listener and you give great advice. And I was like, OK, well, might as well get paid for it. Let's go be a therapist. Wow. And from there, becoming a therapist, I met the most amazing therapist, shaman to both. ever in my life who is I mean I'm no BS she's like no BS (laughs) 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 she's the reason that I'm no BS she's the reason I'm so good at what I do I mean yeah yeah, and that's that's the other thing with the credentials is it's Mm. like okay yeah I went to school and I have all these credentials and everything but I learned the most from her she was the one that taught me everything about childhood everything Mm. about Are like us being like little kids or in adult bodies. Like she was the one that taught me that. I didn't learn that in school. Wow. I I want I
0: want to highlight this because this is something I think a lot of people put their the weight in some kind of test, some kind of standardization, some kind of certificate or credibility. And I feel that the best growth and mastery comes from being around other masters. And it sounds like you are super blessed to have someone who is extremely competent, extremely effective, and no BS, incredibly high standards that like challenged you to constantly be growing yourself and be the best version of yourself so that you could help as many people as possible.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. And she challenged me. I've never been challenged so much in my life. There were times I would leave our sessions. It's like, I'm never going back. I'm done. I got what I needed. And then I show up the next week because She's the only one in my life that would actually challenge me. She's the only one who actually wanted to know who I was. And when people want to know who you are, they want to know your shadow. They want they want to know everything. They don't want to just know the light, happy side. And that's what I grew up with is just like, okay, just be light and happy all the time and make everyone look good. And she was like, oh, no, let me tell you something. So I did her workshop and... I went thinking that, okay, I can't find a relationship. I'm a therapist. I help people. Let me go see what I can get out of this workshop and find out why I can't find a man. (laughs) And I did not know her workshop was all about inner child work. And she introduced me. She's like, Amy, no, no, no. You thought you had a happy childhood? Oh, no. And she did a 180 on me and helped me see that I was just a people pleaser my whole entire life. It wasn't happy. That's just how I had to survive and get through it mm. and then from there that's when I became why well, I was really good I was always observing people and so that's why I became a therapist too mm. but um so that was like the highlight is working with her because she did a 180 on me and helped me see oh no 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 like and you're working with people and you're a therapist and you're helping people like she, that's what I'm saying she's no bs she would be like she, her, <laughs> I love her to dust she's, and she's older too she's yeah. Yeah, it's
0: like, it's usually like the old school mindset, like that has to had to go through a lot more difficult times, you know, wasn't so much instant gratification of today's society and social media and things like that. Like I I know I've, I've gotten mentored and coached by uh, uh, my business partner who has that kind of old school, like paper and pen kind of mentality. I'm like, you know, but but a lot of the principles that he shares are super powerful. So I can I can totally, totally relate.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's the thing. It's like I didn't learn this stuff in school. I learned mm-hmm. this stuff through her and her sharing her own story and her own journey and what she went through. And that's why she's really good at what she does. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I'm really good at what I do because I've worked with her and she's helped me see. I mean, i it's been tough. It's been tough. shadow work is not easy and working through that has been tough and it's not over. There's still more to come, but I'm a big believer is you can only take your clients as far as you've been willing to go yourself. Yep. So that's why I'm really good at what I do because I've gone there. <laughs> wow.
0: That's a powerful, powerful. So you worked with her for uh, a while and you, you still work with her today, collaborate with her. Um, so that's, that's awesome. And I want to know, when did it become important for you to like get a message out and really like use the power of social media, building a brand to make a bigger impact in the world speaking? Like when did all that become a priority for you, Amy?
1: It's kind of funny because I I, I believe our, our mission is kind of like what we thought our mess was kind of mm. sense. And um And so my thing is, is I always wanted to be seen and heard as a little girl and still do. And that's what my mission is, is that everyone deserves to be seen and heard. And so I think it started when I realized that I like everyone needs to be seen and heard and I need to be seen and heard to almost like let people know that they deserve to be seen and heard. So that was kind of what started the whole and then also doing therapy and, um, traditional therapy where I just knew there was something else. I was just like asking, okay, there's gotta be something else besides just sitting with someone talking about their problems over and over again. And I was asking for it. And then that's when I found hypnotherapy and I found hypnotherapy as a skeptic. So (laughs) the woman who created the method that I use, she's from England. So they can say things very differently there than we can here in America. And so her tagline was, I can cure anyone in one session. And so I'm thinking, who is this crazy lady that thinks she can cure people in one session? <laughs> and because I was such a skeptic, I was like, I need to know more. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take her course. I'm going to prove her wrong and I'm going to get my money back. Mm. And that didn't happen at all. She proved me wrong. People are right. telling me these amazing stories from their childhood in this one hypnotherapy session, like other therapists are practicing with me. We have very strong boundaries. We don't talk about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so, so they're crying with me about their childhood. I'm thinking, what is this? And then that's when I realized, okay, I'm supposed to help people in this way. And that's why in my bio, I say help people faster Mm -hmm. than traditional therapy, because It's amazing. But hypnotherapy, it really does get to the root of the issue. It really does get you to find Mm. what's been sabotaging you so you can move forward. And that's when I realized, okay, I can do this as a business. I don't have to just follow that traditional therapy route
0: anymore. So is the hypnotherapy is the reason why I'm curious why you found it most effective? My estimate is because it it's like the fastest way to connect with the deepest level of our unconscious subconscious mind, like our truth whatever we've made the truth. Is that what you've found or is there something else that you found?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think it's I think it brings a lot of safety mm. because in hypnotherapy your eyes are closed. And you're really, really relaxed. And so it lets your conscious mind that's always protecting you, that's always rationalizing, that's defending you, which is great. But when you really want to get to the root cause of what's going on, it's not so good. And in hypnotherapy, you get to calm that conscious mind down. And then we can go look and see what memories are in the unconscious. What are the beliefs that are living in your subconscious? And it's just, it's a really, really safe place because for me, when when I had my own sessions of hypnotherapy, and like I said earlier, it took me a long, long time to cry. I, th- I was like proud that I couldn't cry. And of course, my therapist called me out on that and worked with me for years to get me to cry. And this one session doing hypnotherapy, because my eyes are closed, because I'm relaxed, because I felt safe, I let the tears come out. And that's what a lot of my clients say too is, wow, I never let myself cry, or I didn't know I could cry that much. And I think exactly what you shared. And because it's a safe place, mm.
0: so powerful. This is gold. It's gold. I think, you know, we're we're talking about becoming our greatest possible selves all day long on this platform. And I think some of the biggest ways to do that is with the right resources, the right people, and skills and expertise such as your own. Uh, but this is like I feel one of those indispensable tools that everyone everywhere, like deserves to get access to, deserves to utilize, to be able to break through whatever they're stuck with. You know, it's like, I feel like the only reason why we are stuck where we are is because of our beliefs about who we are and why we should be stuck or even stuff that we're not even aware of. Blind spots.
1: Oh yeah, everywhere, everywhere, and that's the thing. It's like it, I believe that it started in our childhood and mm-hmm. the different beliefs that our parents and caregivers told us, and teachers told us, and the, and they don't even have to be verbal things. It can just be the energy, or it can be see like what you saw growing up. Like, oh, work has to be hard because I'm seeing my dad struggle every day, or my mom, mm-hmm. and you just automatically instill that. So I mean, so like our brain isn't done forming until we're 25 years old. So all of this stuff is just seeping in, and we're taking on. Okay, this is this is how you do the world. This is what it is.
0: It's powerful. This is good. So you love. You fell in love, or rose in love, fell rose, whichever way we want to go. You rose in love with um, hypnotherapy, and you saw that it was one thing that traditional therapy hasn't really shared with the world, and you had to get this message out. You knew that for yourself to be seen, heard, and loved. You had to do that and be the example of that so you could help other people to be seen and heard as well.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> it's powerful. It's 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 really good. I just want to make sure that we're, we're recapping everything. So I want to dive into like what our listeners and audience can do today to start being more aware of what BS belief systems nonsense limiting beliefs might be holding them back from success from happiness from fulfillment and what they can start to do about it on their end
1: yeah yeah so there's so many things and um one one of the things that I love teaching where people get like usually huge ahas and insights is a lot of times what we could be doing is we could be stopping ourselves from the success, what we want, Mm. because we saw that our parents didn't get it or our Mm. siblings didn't get it. And so that could be, it's a, it's called outdoing and we don't want to outdo what our parents did. So if we saw our dad or mom struggling in work and we have an opportunity for a promotion or An opportunity to be an entrepreneur and really create something, unconsciously, we could be sabotaging ourselves because we don't want to make our parent feel bad, sad, guilty, anything like that. Mm. Because we have risen. It can also be, it doesn't necessarily have to be money, it can also be your happiness. If you have someone in your family that's sick or depressed or anxious, any of that, like any kind of mental illness, then you could, you could be sabotaging your happiness and your joy because you don't want to bring them down because you're feeling good about yourself.
0: Hmm. This is powerful. So it's like really comparing ourselves to our parents and outdoing them. It's like not wanting to, to hurt their feelings or, you know, like outshine them. And that's because we love them, right? We want, we want to like protect them. We want them to feel good. I know that's, for me, you know, like people pleasing totally can relate with that. Like I want my my mom and my dad to feel good and if I like had success theoretically, had more success than them, then they might feel like, "Oh, like we we can't reach Chris anymore. We can't talk to him anymore. He's too successful. He doesn't he doesn't understand us." Or something something like that, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I had a client who she was having money blocks and we did a session and it was because every time that she made some money or she had a little bit more money than her dad, she would show her dad, Hey, I just bought this car. or I just got this promotion. Mm -hmm. And her dad would be like, well, that's nice. And then she'd feel guilty that she got that promotion in car because then Mm -hmm. she feels guilty that her dad doesn't have it. And then she'd sabotage continuing making money. And so when we found that out in hypnotherapy, she was able to release that out and just, okay, that's my dad's. That's not mine. I don't have to Mm -hmm. carry that. I don't, And that's one thing I really, really say over and over and over again with my clients. You are not responsible for your parents. You don't have to take care of them. They brought you into the world. You didn't bring them into the world. It's their own journey. It's their own path. You're not responsible to fix them or fill the emotions for them.
0: Wow. That's powerful. You mentioned in like as soon as one session, like these, these blocks can be removed, disappear, dissipated, transformed. Um, What determines whether or not it's like one session or two or five or 500? Like how many sessions does it like take for different things? And what could people expect in terms of hypnotherapy and how fast it could work?
1: Yeah. So it, it just depends. It depends on like how, how big of the trauma is that the person has. Um, usually if it's any kind of like weight release that could take two or three sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think for me because I have the therapy background cause I've done all that work with the most amazing therapist ever, the no BS one. Yeah. And, um, and so for me, a lot of my clients get it in one session, sometimes two. Mm-hmm. And what can happen too is, um, people could sign up to have more than one session and be clear that main thing. Okay. Well, what do you want to work on next? Mm -hmm. So it just depends. I mean, if someone's coming for some like deep, deep depression, it Mm -hmm. could take two sessions. It's just, it's, I can kind of tell on that first initial phone call, Mm -hmm. but it really like after that first session, that's when I know, because it's, it's, and it's also like, that's just how life is. It's, it's like, we're peeling an onion. So, Mm -hmm. okay. We're looking at one, one issue here. And then we peel that onion, like, Oh, now this is showing up. So right. it could, it's, it's hard to just pinpoint it, but mm-hmm. I will say working with me, it's usually one or two. Wow,
0: That's powerful. That's powerful. And, um, how, how, if, how much has, um, like referrals and word of mouth and things like that, how much has that been a part of your business model personally?
1: Oh, it's amazing! It's um, because it's like when I'm on that initial phone call with people and I'm explaining what I do. It's it's so hard to explain what you do. And then when after the session, when the client comes out of that hypnosis, it's a very light hypnosis. But when the client comes out, then they're like, "Oh my gosh, Amy, I had no idea it was like this." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to explain the magic that happens." And so referrals are everything. I've had so many clients who have never seen a therapist who've never done hypnotherapy and they only came to see me because their friends said, look, you got to do this. I know it sounds weird. I know it's out there, but you've got to do this. Yeah,
0: That's so rad. I love it. So you use hypnotherapy as the main modality. Is there any other things that you bring into it or how do you, how do you weave in other skills and tool sets that you've picked up along the way?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that question because that's exactly what I, what I do is that main hypnotherapy thing that I learned, it's called RTT rapid transformational therapy. Okay. And I start the session with RTT and then the rest of it is all completely what I've learned. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of inner child work. A lot of times, whatever our block is, whether it's money, health, weight, Um, I mean, not not feeling good enough, not lovable relationships, whatever that is. Mm. Again, as I always say, it starts in childhood. So we go back and we find the root cause in childhood. And then it's giving, so here's that, like, Mm. everyone deserves to be seen and heard. Mm. So then it's giving that client a voice. So it's inner child work and giving that client a voice to speak up for what they truly wanted and needed in that time where that issue was showing up or they weren't, weren't feeling heard, weren't feeling seen, weren't getting their needs met. So it's really a powerful inner child type work. And then at the end, this is my favorite part is um, I've brought in energy healing and this Mm. is, this is super woo woo, but I freaking love it. And it's amazing. (laughs)
0: Bring it on.
1: And that's the gift that I'm giving everyone too. So I have it actually recorded that they can go through. But what I do is I help them find, okay, where does this, where does this issue live in your body? And you find where it lives in your body. And we get to see like the shape and the color and everything. And the woo-woo part is we talk back and forth with it. Super woo-woo, but super powerful. And And it tells you like what it needs from you or why it's in your body. It's either there to protect you or it's there to punish you. Mm -hmm. And so we find out why that issue is sabotaging you. And then I guide the client to release it out, whatever we need to do. Some people take longer than others. Some people are like, nope, it's gone, done. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then it's very powerful where it's like, if it was someone that, was abused or hurt, then I have them give it back to them, like give it, mm. give it back. That's their own issue. It's not yours. You don't have to carry that. Mm. And then from there, then I help them. I guide them to bring in a new energy that is going to help them move forward and know how truly powerful they are. And this is my absolute favorite part because then the new energy is like their, their best self, their inner guide that is telling them the truth about them. So I'm writing like super fast because they're saying out loud what they're telling them. And I'm writing so fast as I can right. <laughs> because then I make them a recording that they listen to where I'm putting all of those words in their recording. So they get to hear every single day, the truth about them.
0: Wow. That's powerful. There's so many, I love the different elements, the different modalities and tools that you bring in. Uh, I love the energy, how you're talking about, you know, having a conversation with that. And I think it's, it's so interesting that we have been um, shamed, like society has been has programmed us to be uncomfortable talking with ourselves talking to different parts of our body, communicating, having a relationship with like, I can talk to my hand, you know, and say like hand, what do you need? Like you're hurting, show me, tell me, uh, illuminate for me what you need, guide me to, to find the solution so that you can be well, so that you can be vital, so that you can be healthy. Um, So there's that. And then there's also like nature. I was just, I was talking to someone either today or, or I can't remember when, but like having a conversation with like a tree and like saying, Hey tree, like it it might seem weird or out there or woo woo or whatever, but like having these dialogues, these open dialogues to connect with every element of life, it's like such a beautiful being that we can be in, in, in harmony with everything around us, understanding that everything has consciousness in it. If it's in this universe or other universes or out of this universe or whatever, like space, even space and silence has consciousness in it. So it's like just it's fascinating to to be able to relate to those aspects and those things
1: yeah and it's so cool that that we are so open to be able to do that and if you want to take that a step further yes, I mean yes please <laughs> <laughs> there's all those books and all all these teachings out there that we are one with everyone like we are one so you are one with the tree you are one without like it, it's instead of having all of this like competition and chaos it's just treat everyone like they are you and I'm getting super, I didn't know I was going to go there, but
0: (laughs) I love it. That's, that's, you know, I really, I've been super grateful to step into my own like truth and my message. And in the beginning I was like afraid of spirituality. I was afraid of God, you know, like I, I didn't God source universe creator, whatever we want to call it. But Like I, I said, I was an atheist. I don't believe in anything. Like it was at a point in my life around 21 years old where I was like at that rock bottom feeling like I don't need love. I don't need anyone. I'm just like this hurt little six-year-old boy or whatever age who like is wounded and has been carrying, putting on all these layers of protection to shield myself from, from being hurt from, you know, whatever, whatever kind of uh, danger that I thought I was in. And so I, I, like got present to I had cast off God, love, you know, love from my parents. And I said, you know what? Like, let's start to re-investigate this. Like, maybe I didn't have it all quite right maybe i don't know you know so to really come to this place of openness and being willing to to play and experiment like it was a big part of my journey and then the spirituality came along the line of just like trusting myself that was a big problem for me amy is like learning to just trust myself trust my voice that like I'm, I'm enough and whatever I say, it's enough. It's perfect. It's exactly what was supposed to come out. So I, I really want to encourage everyone who's listening or watching right now to trust yourself and whatever your dreams or desires are, find someone like Amy to be able to share those with and unblock yourself so that you can really step into your greatest success.
1: Yeah, And I think that's so important too, how it like to be aware of, oh, I'm casting off God and source and universe and I'm casting off love and I'm casting off my, like it, because to be able to be aware that for you to be aware of that, Chris, to say, okay, I, I gotta, I gotta be open here. I gotta see, see what's going on with myself because that's the first thing that we can do to change is you have to be aware of it. You can't change anything if you're not aware of it. So the more open you are, the more willing you are to hear different perspectives, even though it might not be easy, Mm. the faster that you can be aware of, okay, there's, there's some things in me I got to change. You know, I know that they say, well, I I see it all the time is we attract our mirrors. Mm. And so you're going to attract people in your life that are going to trigger you in certain ways. And yes, you can still look at how they triggered you and maybe they weren't supposed to do that. And that's that's mean of them. But you also, if you get triggered, you got to look inside and see, okay, what does this say about me? Because if you don't get triggered, if someone says, like, oh, Amy, I hate your hair, I'm like, well, that sucks. And I just keep walking. Right. I'm not triggered. I don't care. Right. But if someone says, like, Amy, you're ugly inside, Right. Then I'll be like, do I believe that about myself that someone's going to say that? So if I get triggered, I got to look inside and see what does that say about me? And so Mm -hmm. that's the point is it's like when you're aware and when you're when you can be so aware that you can look at your triggers and not just blame and take responsibility and see what it says about you you sky's the limit. I mean, you're, you're on the journey, you're, you're ready, you're towards enlightenment, like we were talking about earlier.
0: Yeah, wow, that's so cool. I love it. Um, okay, so this is great. I want to talk about other challenges or or obstacles that people might come to you for. Um, and like, what are the, the biggest things that people usually bring to you in terms of what's blocking them or results that they want in their life? Can you tell us some more about that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say let me think about the blocks. I mean, it's it's definitely money stuff and success and not being seen. Um, and let's see, relationships too. I've had people that are single that want to know why they're single. I've had people that want to know why their spouse is pissing them off.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But the thing is, is it's like the way I see it, and it's perfectly fine because that's that's just how we are as humans. Is it's like. Those are the surface issues that we that we want to get help for. It's like okay, are um, the money, relationships, health, all that stuff that's surface issues. And the way I see it is when when we work together, it always goes down to how you feel about yourself, the beliefs about yourself, and and why you're stopping yourself. So, people come to me for all different things. Um, the two types of clients. I mean, I, I like working with everything, but I think that the two types of clients that I really like helping are the people pleasers, because I was, I'm still one. I mean, come on, do you ever really get out of it? No, <laughs> but you, you just have more respect for yourself, right? There's
0: always a sense of satisfaction that comes from serving and loving others. And it's like, okay, well, where are the boundaries? That's I think that's the biggest challenges of people pleaser is like, where are the boundaries to my people pleasing? And how do I know if I'm overextending myself and no longer taking care of myself first and then overflowing into others.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's the thing As people pleasers. I didn't know boundaries. I had to learn them. And so I help them learn boundaries. And the thing is, is it's like when they set those boundaries, it's really scary mm-hmm. and people are going to turn on you because they're not used to you acting like that. But in the long run, you're going to respect yourself and you're going to attract more people that do respect you. And so, so that's a big cohort that I like to work with. And then on the opposite side are the ones that are um, identified in the family as like the scapegoats or the black sheep, because those ones are the ones that are carrying the family shame. So those are the ones that almost every single family has it. And they're the ones that are the bad, the bad child in the family, the one who's always getting in trouble, the, the class clown. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and they think they're bad because they're taught that they're bad. And a lot of times that's what the acting out is where it's like, okay, if I'm not going to get any attention for just being me, then I might as well act bad to get some attention so I can get some kind of love. And I like working with them, too, because they think that they're just a menace to society and that they're just bad and that mm. they're toxic. And that's not it at all. The problem is, is they're carrying the shame of their family because the rest of the people in their family aren't aren't looking at their shame, aren't taking responsibility. And so they find that one person in the family that they're going to make be the bad person. And that person is walking around feeling like they're. They're a menace to society when actually they're the most enlightened ones of the family because they see what's going on and the family unconsciously understands that. And so they throw their shame on that person. That was a lot. I know.
0: powerful like i'm i'm just like you know I, I see myself in both of them you know like i see myself as the people pleaser and i also see myself as a troublemaker and i just like i love this, this is like illuminating i don't know about anyone listening I, but i'll speak for myself like i just feel like you're speaking to my soul amy it's like it's kind of scary <laughs> just kidding it's not scary. You're totally totally great and it, it's just it's um it's it brings me present it's like whoa it's a whoa moment like oh whoa like this is this is truth there's like truth to this chris like amy's resonating with something that you haven't like yet dealt with you know and i like i just i love what i'm hearing i'm like man i need a hypnotherapy session gosh (laughs) well you know who to call now (laughs) yes oh my gosh this is super super powerful i love it and um if if there's anyone who's listening right now like and this is resonating with you, I'm just totally going to encourage you to get in contact with Amy, like send her a message. So we'll share how you can do that even, even more in the, in like 15 minutes or so. But, um, Amy, how would people get in contact with you? Like just right now, if they're just like, Chris, you're right. You know, like I, I know I got some stuff to deal with. Can you let them know what's the best way to contact you real quick?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go to no and just fill out that, that little contact me form and I always respond.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Freaking powerful. Good, good stuff. So, um, in terms of someone's personal growth, after they come to a session with you, what are some other things that you'd recommend them to keep doing to, uh, optimize their, their growth and their, their happiness and greatest possible self?
1: It's such a good question. I love that. So I think okay, so once someone works with me, they understand the root cause of things, then kind of like what I shared earlier, it's being aware. So now now you understand why you have those beliefs. Be aware of when it shows up in your life again. And, And my favorite thing to tell my clients is, because here's the thing, I'm, I'm not someone that thinks like, oh, I'm going to cure you in one session. Your life is going to be great the rest of the, li- the, rest <laughs> of the life because it's on me. Like, I don't believe that. We're human. We're going to have ups and downs. Right. And so what I like to tell my clients is, well, pay attention to how you react to situations and how you react differently. And if you do react like how you used to react, pay attention to how much quicker you notice it and change it because that's that sh- shows that you're growing, yes, and yeah. and so so that's the main thing is it's like it's so funny, too, because it's like I, I love humans because it's we we get to that next step of growth mm. and then and then we have this new problem. Mm. And we don't even look back to see how far we've come. Wow. We're just automatically thinking, like, oh, but now look at this. look at what's happening with my husband or my kid." And it's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa! wait do you do you see how you just responded to your husband do you know like two months ago you would have done this and it's just we, we just automatically just jump up mm. to to that place and then we have new problems and right
0: so- and then the, the problem problem is like this like it's all i could see this problem instead of man chris like just two months ago like good job you, you've grown so much you know
1: Yes, and that's the thing. Celebrate, 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 mm-hmm. celebrate. That's what I tell my clients all the time. It's, it's even the small wins, just or even if it's a failure, celebrate because a big win is coming. And it's just like we're just so accustomed to okay, conquer conquer this issue, and what's the next issue? Conquer that, and mm-hmm. it's like stop and celebrate and look at how far you've come.
0: It's cold. Gold, gold, gold. Okay, so celebrating is super important for you, Amy, um, and then like to continue to do the work to be aware, to be present. To it's almost I, I I use the word embody to embody this new awareness, this new consciousness of a a pattern, so that we can be more resourceful, resilient, and be able to to snap back, to respond faster if it comes up again in the future. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Good stuff. Um, what are you noticing uh, online? This is like online and uh, I'm sure you work with a lot of different people. But online, what are you noticing are some of the biggest things that people get to work on to be more effective at just being themselves, to be more authentic? Like what what can people do to step into their, their selves and just be their authentic selves even more?
1: Mm use your voice use your voice you have a message it doesn't matter like don't don't fall into my my friend coined this term comparanoia Um, yeah it's really good um (laughs) don't don't fall into that because i know i do it sometimes and i'll be like oh i want to share this i want to do a facebook live and then i'll watch someone that does something similar like oh well they already did it and you know and then i compare myself and and so I have to take myself out of that and say, yeah, but the way I'm going to say it is going to be the way that someone needs to hear it. Yeah. And so that's what I would say is it's like for someone watching this, use your voice. Your voice mm-hmm. is powerful. Your story is powerful. You're here for a reason. You're in your gift. Share it because you don't know who needs it, who needs to hear it, who who is like searching for it. And you can share it in the way that they need to hear it. Mm-hmm
0: absolutely share that voice I, I believe everyone has a message everyone is here for a reason and you don't need to i say everyone has a platform too right and you don't need to have a facebook live streaming show to ha- to recognize that you have a platform it could just be you're a father or a mother and you have the platform of like leading your family you're a leader, you're a father or your mother, or even as a kid, your platform is you're a family member. And so you can lead or help lead or help contribute to whatever you can do to support your family. But maybe you play a little bit bigger than that. Maybe it's a community. Maybe it's an industry that you're out to serve, but really own your voice and, and step into that and know that you're making an impact. So that's awesome. And Amy, I noticed you are an amazing listener. I think you said earlier as well, like that's something that you, you developed and you love to allow people to feel, uh, seen and heard. What was, um, what was one of the major things that you had to grow through to develop that ability of listening? What, what did you, what was some of the stages of evolution milestones along your listening growth journey?
1: I have never been asked that before. Um, Hmm. I don't even know if I even had to develop it. I think it, Same as a kid. Um, yeah, because I was always observing. I was always like, that's one thing about me. I noticed when I was in my twenties and go to bars and stuff, I, I couldn't be if I, if there's a lot of energy around me, I couldn't be just talking to one person. I'd always have to know what's going on around me and be like, Oh, those guys are going to get in a fight. And then five seconds later they start to fight. And I, I just, I just would always know. So I think Me just being very quiet as a kid. I mean, my mom said she would take me to the parent teacher conferences and the teacher would be like, oh, Amy, I don't really know her. She never speaks. (laughs) 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 So I just was I was just a very quiet kid. I very much observed everything that was going around me. And I think from what I shared earlier is it's I didn't ever feel seen and heard. And so from what I understand, I don't know this from me being a little girl, but from what I understand is it's, I didn't feel seen and heard. And so at least if I could listen to everyone else and I could find where I fit in, in the world, Hmm. because that's kind of the people pleaser too, is the chameleon. So if I was quiet, if I listened to what everyone else wanted, I could become what everyone else wanted and I'd be accepted and still be quiet.
0: Wow. it's powerful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think I developed it. I think I developed it. And as like a young girl needing to fit in and feel accepted and loved.
0: Yeah. I love it. And I also hear that the reason why you listened I think it would be a a milestone for you the reason why you listened changed and that would be a big evolution to be able to more purely intently lovingly you know like listen to people and allow them to be seen and heard instead of like I'm trying to prove something now it's just like because this is who I am this is my soul this is my gift this is my love you know and I think that's a that's a big turning point. I wonder if you can look back, you don't have to do it right now, but just to look back, like, when did that happen for you? That'd be something interesting just to demarcate your your journey, you know, like turning point, because I'm sure you'll come across other people who have similar experiences. And like, that's something that you can provide wisdom to them about as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, that's a, that's a, I'm going to have to sit on that one because I don't know, but I like that.
0: It's cool. It's cool. Um, I wanted to ask you about, um, there's one other thing. I swear it was on the tip of my tongue, Amy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it happens. was on the tip of my <laughs> tongue. So I'm going to keep going with the flow. Um, this is good. And for someone out there who wants to get their message out, they're not feeling seen, not feeling heard. Before they go do a session with you, what can they do to like start feeling more worthy to feel um, more seen and more heard? Cause like, maybe they're, they're like, okay, I just want to take my next baby step. I see Amy at some point in the future. I'm, I'm like getting ready to send her a message, fill out the form. Like I know that's in my future. What can I do right now? What would you recommend?
1: I would recommend to find find someone that is safe and supportive of you that you Mm. can talk to that you don't feel like, you know, my biggest pet peeve growing up is when I would start to talk and someone would cut me off and start talking about them. Mm. And that would shut me down. And so if you have someone in your life that is a good listener that is supportive of you, then share with them what's Mm. going on. If you don't, you can always find a therapist, you can find a coach, you can there's lots of people who are in this field who really do care about you and want to listen to your story. And if you want to work with me, I always have that first call. It's complimentary. It's one hour. I ask you questions and I mostly listen to your story and able to kind of already see the patterns that are running and tell you that and then we can move forward. But as you know, I'm a really good listener, so you can, you can have that call with me. And if you don't want to work with me, that's fine. You can still have that call.
0: Mm, it's powerful. So I remember my question it is, I feel like you have mastered everything under the sun to provide personal oh transformation for people. <laughs> well, Amy, what are you working on as far as like your next skill set or uh, a new place to be even more effective with getting your message out or um, providing and, and uh, delivering transformation? And what are you most excited about to, to learn and dive into even more moving forward?
1: Hmm. So one thing that's been on my heart that I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to do it, but I want to do a membership Mm -hmm. where it's like a be seen, be heard membership. So I'm, I'm in there teaching. I don't know. I haven't quite figured it out yet. But it's not just about like it's my group and you're paying me for me to teach you because mm-hmm. that's not my mission. My mission is you deserve to be seen and heard. So I haven't quite figured it out in my mind yet. Mm-hmm. But I, I still, I know that I have a lot to teach and a lot to share. So I'll still be teaching. But then I want to have some kind of platform where people can share their story and feel seen and heard. And so it becomes like this big community where we all feel safe and supported and protected. And I don't know what that looks like yet, but mm-hmm. that's that's kind of where my mind and intuition and everything is heading.
0: I love it. Yes. Membership sites, hundred percent. And I see you on more stages, Amy. In fact, I recommended you to a stage in San Diego because I love what you're doing, what you're bringing to the world. What is one of your favorite parts about speaking on stage?
1: Oh gosh. What is one of my
0: favorite parts?
1: I think I think just, just knowing that what I'm sharing can impact people mm. is, is huge. Just, just, to, and for me, I'm very, I'm sure you, you can see this because <laughs> that's what happens is I'm very quick to the point and concise with yeah. my message. Yeah. And so, and so people, I, I think I like that people just get little nuggets here and there as I share and, and it's quick and to the point and then. They got what they needed.
0: Mm, It's beautiful. I love it. I, I agree. I know people get big value out of it. And Vared, you said Vred, by the way, is out in the audience. She connected us. Love you, Vred. You're a freaking powerhouse. And she said, like a mastermind. I think she was talking about the membership site. Not sure if you want to clarify what that question is about, uh, Vered, I would appreciate that. But I think it's about the membership site. Um, so it's like to take it from instead of I'm just teaching to more of like the mastermind format to to have like people be able to contribute to each other. Sounds like that's her suggestion <laughs> of the direction okay. to go.
1: <laughs> I'll play around with that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love it. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, there was something I wanted to go into as well after the um, event question. What was it? Well, if it comes to me, I will ask. Um, but I want to wrap it up, Amy, with a final takeaway. Something you really want to impart with our audience and and leave them with. What? do you want to share as far as closing thoughts?
1: Yeah. So I want to share that you don't need to be fixed. There's nothing wrong with you. If, if there's things in your life that you don't like, that you can change it. And, and we're, you're always doing the best you can with the information that you have. And a lot of times I think it's really important that you look at the beliefs that you believe about yourself and, and ask yourself, where did this come from? Where did I learn this? Cause like I said, our identity is formed between the ages of five and eight years old. So if you can pinpoint your childhood that, Oh, my mom used to say this or my grandma or my teacher or whatever, and then like send it back to them. This isn't yours. This isn't who you are. And if this is stopping you from what you want, just send it back to them. And that's the biggest thing is it's like, If it's not yours, send it back and just just be authentic to who you are and know that you are good enough, that there is nothing wrong with you and there's nothing to fix. I
0: also like to say we are whole, complete, and perfect as we are. Love it. Love it, Amy. This is gold. I want to tell our audience how they can stay connected with you. What are their next steps, Amy?
1: Yeah, so you can go to nobstherapy.com and send me a little comment form. Uh, find me on Facebook at Amy Turner or No BS Therapy. I have a, if you want to go deeper into this childhood wound stuff. Oh I heck have, yeah,
0: I, let's go. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have my own podcast called Shattering BS Beliefs. Amazing. It's on all major platforms and I go deep into mother issues, father issues, the ways that we're sabotaging, we don't know it the drama triangle, the rescuer, the victim, the persecutor, I go deep into that stuff. So if you want to really dive into this, you can go listen to Shattering BS Beliefs.
0: Mm. You're so like short and to the point, just powerful communicator. I love it. I love (laughs) it. So nobstherapy.com. They can also find you on Facebook, No BS Therapy. And uh, just like everything that you're doing amy it's beautiful it's awesome it's epic um i'm definitely going to be sending you a message after this cuz you're you're doing some awesome things and just want to see how how we can continue to grow together cuz you, you yeah. got some awesome gifts and uh what you're doing i really love it what i've heard so far is awesome so everyone who's listening or watching talk to amy see what she can do for you i love that like the complimentary session that you do too like just to hear people allow them to share what's going on for them and then like say hey you know here are your options. Here's how you can move forward. And I think that's, that's really cool. Amy.
1: Yeah. Thank you. And then on the, on the little link on the banner, you guys can get that where I actually take you through releasing a BS belief out of your body. So I do that energy healing with you. It's about 20 minutes long. You want to close your eyes and just be in a uninterrupted state turn your cell phone off and just really go into your body find where that bs believes Mm -hmm. release it out and bring in a new energy and that's that's just so i love gifting it to people because the information and emails i get back are just so fun so that's what i'm giving you
0: that's amazing amy you're a rock star thank you so much for being here super excited to grow together and make a big impact in the world thank you for your gifts and everyone go to nobstherapy.com and have a conversation with amy amy have the best day ever thanks for being here
1: you too thank you so much chris bye awesome
0: see you soon from the bottom of my heart thank you for tuning in right now we've reached the end of this episode but this is the start of a whole new beginning each and every moment you have an opportunity to rewrite your story right here right now decide and commit who you are going to be Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality and make every day your best day ever.